0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Preacher Chick podcast. I am Stacy the Preacher Chick, and today is day 279 of reading the Bible together every day this year. Today we are reading the first two chapters of the book of Acts. This is phenomenal. I personally think that the book of Acts should be called Acts of the Holy Spirit not just acts, (laughs) um, but this is powerful. And so I'm excited to bring those to you because we're beginning a new book. As always, there is a video from um, The Bible Project. You'll find it linked in the show notes. We'll also read Psalm 119 verses 153 to 176. So let's get going. I wrote the first narrative, Theophilus, about all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day that he was taken up after he had given instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. After he had suffered, he also presented himself alive to, the many, alive to them by many convincing proofs, appearing to them over a period of 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. While he was with them, he commanded them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait for the Father's promise, which he said, you've heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit in a few days. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, are you restoring the kingdom to Israel at this time? He said to them, it is not for you to know times or periods that the father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. After he had said this, he was taken up as they were watching, and a cloud took him out of their sight. While he was going, they were gazing into heaven, and suddenly two men in white clothes stood by them. They said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up into heaven? This same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come in the same way that you have seen him going into heaven. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the Mount of Olives, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey away. When they arrived, they went to the room upstairs where they were staying. Peter, John, James, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, James, the son of Alphaeus, Simon, the zealot, and Judas, the son of James. They were all continually united in prayer along with the women, including Mary, the mother of Jesus and his brothers. In those days, Peter stood up among the brothers and sisters. The number of people who were together was about a 120 and said, Brothers and sisters it was necessary that the scriptures be fulfilled that the holy spirit through the mouth of david foretold about judas who became a guide to those who arrested jesus for one was for he was one of our number and shared in this ministry now this man acquired a field with his unrighteous wages and he fell head first his body burst open and his intestines spilled out this became known to all the residents of jerusalem so that in their own language the field became or the field is called Hecadalma, hec el, heceldama, that's 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 not an easy word to say, Hekeldema that is, field of blood. For it is written in the book of Psalms, let his dwelling become desolate, let no one live in it, and let someone else take his position. Therefore, from among them who have accompanied us during the whole time the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John until the day he was taken up from us. From among these, it is necessary that one become a witness with us of his resurrection. So they proposed to Joseph called Barsabbas, who was also known as Justice, and Matthias. Then they prayed, You, Lord, know everyone's heart. Show which of these two you have chosen to take place in, the, in this apostolic ministry that Judas left to go where he belongs. Then they cast lots for them, and the lot fell to Matthias, and he was added to the eleven apostles. When the day of Pentecost had arrived, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like that of a violent rushing wind came from heaven, and it filled the whole house where they were staying. They saw tongues like flames of fire that separated and rested on each of one of them. Then they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now, there were Jews staying in Jerusalem devout people from every nation under heaven. When this sound occurred, a crowd came together and was confused because each one heard them speaking in his own language. They were astounded and amazed, saying, Look, aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? How is it that each of us can hear them in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, those who live in Mesopotamia, in Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts, Cretans and Arabs. We hear them declaring the magnificent acts of God in our own tongues. They were all astounded, perplexed, saying to one another, what does this mean? But some sneered and said, they're drunk on new wine. Peter stood up with the 11, raised his voice and proclaimed them. Now, I believe two things. While many may believe that this gift from the Lord, this outpouring of the Holy Spirit was just for this time and for these people, and that's it, I believe that that is not true. I believe, because I've experienced it, um, that this same gift is available to believers today for all who will um, pursue the Lord's heart to receive it. I also believe that this is probably, what we're about to read, is probably the most powerful sermon that's ever been preached. Um, and Peter, y'all know how I feel about Peter, um, is the one to preach it. And I love that. So here we go. He exclaimed to them, proclaimed to them, fellow Jews and all you residents of Jerusalem, let me explain this to you and pay attention to my words. For these people are not drunk as you suppose. It's only nine in the morning. On the contrary, this is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. And it will be in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all people. Then your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. I will even pour out my spirit on my servants in those days, both men and women, and they will prophesy. I will display wonders in the heaven above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and a cloud of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood. There are before the great and glorious day of the Lord comes, then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Fellow Israelites, listen to these words. This Jesus of Nazareth was a man attested by attested to you by God with miracles, wonders, and signs that God did among you through him, just as you yourselves know. Though he was delivered up according to God's determined plan and foreknowledge, you used lawless people to nail him to a cross and kill him. God raised him up, ending the pains of death because it was not possible for him to be held by death. For David says of him, I saw the Lord ever before me because he is at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. Moreover, my flesh will rest in hope because you will not abandon me in Hades or allow your holy one to see decay. You have revealed the paths of life to me. You will fill me with gladness in your presence. Brothers and sisters, I can confidently speak to you about the patriarch David. He is both dead and buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. Since he was a prophet, he knew that God had sworn an oath to him to seat one of his descendants on his throne. Seeing what was to come, he spoke concerning the resurrection of the Messiah. He was not abandoned in Hades and his flesh did not experience decay. God has raised this Jesus. We are all witnesses of this. Therefore, since he has been exalted to the right hand of God and has received from the Father, the promised Holy Spirit, he has poured out what you both see and hear. For it was not David who ascended into the heavens, but he himself says that the Lord declared to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know with certainty that God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. When they heard this, they were pierced to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what should we do? Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, each of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, for the promises for you and for your children and for all who are far off, as many as the Lord our God will call. With many other words he testified and strongly urged them, saying, Be saved from this corrupt generation. So those who accepted his message were baptized, and that day about 3,000 people were added to them. praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. Every day the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. And now for Psalm 119, 153 through 176. We're going to read the end of chapter 119 of Psalms today. Consider my affliction and rescue me, for I have not forgotten your instruction. Champion my cause and redeem me. Give me life as you promised. Salvation is far from the wicked because they do not study your statutes. Your compassions are many, Lord. Give me life according to your judgments. My persecutors and foes are many. I have not turned from your decrees. I've seen the disloyal and feel disgust because they do not keep your word. Consider how I love your precepts. Lord, give me life according to your faithful love. The entirety of your words is truth. Each of your righteous judgments endures forever. Princes have persecuted me without cause, but my heart fears only your word. I rejoice over your promise, like one who finds vast treasure. I hate and abhor falsehood, but I love your instruction. I praise you seven times a day for your righteous judgments. Abundant peace belongs to those who love your instruction. Nothing makes them stumble, Lord. I hope for your salvation and carry out your commands. I obey your decrees and love them greatly. I obey your precepts and decrees for all my ways are before you. Let my cry reach you, Lord. Give me understanding according to your word. Let my plea reach you. Rescue me according to your promise. My lips pour out praise for you teach me your statutes. My tongue sings about your promise for all your commands are righteous. May your hand be ready to help me. For I've chosen your precepts. I long for your salvation, Lord, and your instruction is my delight. Let me live and I will praise you. May your judgments help me. I wander like a lost sheep. Seek your servant, for I do not forget your commands. That's it for today. Be sure to come back tomorrow as we continue to read the Bible together. See you then.